Hi besties, welcome to Pretty Grounded. Before we start talking about our topic today, which is the topic of the search for home. Is it a place? Is it a feeling? Um, we will talk about embracing your different cultural sides. What does home mean? Is it geographical? Is it a feeling? But before doing all of that, I just want to say that I am so excited for you to discover the next episodes. I have iconic people from Berlin coming to share their story, iconic dancers, DJs, artists, and I am sure that you will love them. The concept of home as we become globalized is more and more blurry. Where is my home? And where do I belong? It's a question I've been asking myself for years. All my life, I had the feeling that I was the only one that felt like the world is becoming a little village. And today, I know in fact that I'm not the only one. Today's episode is for all my diplomat kids, expats, and people with more than one nationality, as well as everyone who had to rebuild their life from scratch again, again, and again. I'm originally from Morocco, but I grew up in a diplomat family where settling down somewhere was not really the norm. With a Moroccan identity, I lived in my country only for two years, which meant that I was raised in the Arab household, but with a French, American, and German surroundings. So, all my life, I felt like I didn't really belong anywhere. I am too white, too German for Moroccans. I am too American for French people. And I'm too French for Americans and Germans. I just want to go back on the term that I used. I said I'm too white. The thing is... They are a pattern of genetic diversity in North Africa. And I know and I'm aware that I'm not the only North African with, let's say, European traits, especially when you look at the north of the continent. But Morocco, for example, is a very diverse country. And there's been a lot of interbreeding of different ethnic groups. So everyone is aware that there's not one way of looking like this of looking moroccan i was just curious to ask chat gpt what he thinks or she i don't know what's the gender um or it's or they um about how do moroccan physical traits look if we had to generalize them and then he just i'm just gonna say he because yeah i feel like it and he just said Making generalizations about a group of people based on physical appearance can perpetuate harmful stereotypes and undermine individual uniqueness and diversity. When you have your butt between two chairs, you're not really sure where you belong anymore. And I think this created sort of like an identity crisis or maybe just an identity distress. If you ever felt the same way, to be honest, I still haven't figured it out completely. But I would like to share with you what I learned, hoping that it will help you to heal as much as it helped me. 
my first learning was that I had to embrace my different cultural identities. I learned that the feeling of belonging to different cultures are not exclusively mutual. I always thought because I'm Moroccan, I shouldn't feel French. But I spent my whole life in French schools. How can I not? So not embracing my multicultural side actually felt oppressing. I think that the human brain is so complex that there are many facets of your personality that comes in different contexts. So if you say, hey, for example, if I say to my French side, hey, shut up, you shouldn't exist, I'm actually hurting myself more than I'm doing something great for myself. So I will give you an example. There was a story that I tell to all my friends because I think it's a bit like, what? I was in a party and I was a bit tired. So after after standing for a while, I just decided to sit on a couch next to some people that were next to me. And then there is a guy that tries to, he looks at me and tries to like, you know, like kind of flirt and everything. And I'm not interested. So I just look at him and then look back. So I just gave him a look like, don't bother me. So I didn't say a word. I didn't talk to him. I just gave him a look. And then he turns to me and he says, are you French? And I'm like, what? I just gave him a look. He assumed I was French. And then I felt bad for it. And I'm like, I am so French. And where is my Moroccan side? Like, what happened to my Moroccan identity? What happened to my country? Like, I can't believe someone just said, you're French just by the look I gave them. And from what happened there, I made a decision, which I will talk about later. But the solution I found was that I need to be able to have all these voices and these identity sides, cultural identities, coexist together by accepting the reality that the world is global. I lived in different countries and I can't say, okay, I don't want any part of you. Because when you go to a country and then you leave, you take a part of the city with you and the city takes a part of you. So no matter how much you try to deny it, it affects you, your personality and your identity. And this will be forever part of your story and it's something that you can't change. Why do I want to change this about me? I think it's an iconic part. So take every side of you and embrace it. When I try to understand why is my French side more present than my Moroccan side, I think it has a relation to two things. The first thing is that I've been in French schools my whole life, so I've been more in a French environment than anything else. And the second thing is that if you know typically how Moroccans look, they are pretty tanned and they just look more brown hair, brown eyes, tanned. And I am white as fuck. Like, I am super white. I have green eyes and I have brown hair. So... People, when I go to Morocco, they just kind of, they don't want to tell me that in a negative way, but they just are like, yeah, where are you from? And they say it in Arabic to someone else. 
and it's like okay that's hurtful every time i come to morocco someone speaks to me in french and it's like you don't need to speak to me in french i do speak arabic i feel like the more people did it the more it kind of made me sad inside and i was kind of in denial so i just made my french side even stronger than my moroccan side but i never realized it was such an issue an internal conflict until something happened one of my moroccan friends invited me to dinner and i was so excited because i felt very homesick so i was like oh that's so nice that I get to know more Moroccans because I always feel like I'm hanging out more with Germans. And I go to dinner and the first thing um, that she says when she looks at me is like, oh, I thought you were German. But when she said, oh, I thought you were German, it's not like the way I was behaving. But it was the first seconds that she saw me coming. She didn't expect me to look like that. So it's just based on physical appearance. And I was like, ouch. But the thing is, she didn't say it to hurt me. And I know she had like good intentions or didn't say it any specific way. It's just that it confirmed again the fact that everyone in my country thinks that I'm not Moroccan. So it's like this accumulation of voices saying that. And then when I was there, like it already created an uncomfort for me. And when I was there, I was really happy. I was like, okay, we're eating tagine and we're um, just talking with Moroccan people. And I just felt a very uncomfortable feeling the whole night. Like I was happy to be there. I appreciated that time and I think it was a really good time. But there was a deep uncomfort being with a lot of Moroccan people and doing and eating Moroccan food. And I was like, why do I feel so uncomfortable with that? And so I thought about it and I just had the feeling that I wasn't enough in touch with my Moroccan side and it triggered something in me. So I was thinking about what to do about it and i decided to fly to morocco i went to morocco basically with a mission to reconcile myself with my moroccan side and i think people have no idea but the world cup really changed something in people like the fact that the 2022 world cup moroccans were just iconic then it kind of made me even more motivated to kind of discover more of my other identity side. It's so funny because when I was younger and we had to go to Morocco every summer with my parents, I used to be really annoyed, like, why do we have to go there every summer? You know, when you are, like, obliged to do something, sort of, then you just, like, you just take it for granted. But now that I got older and then it's, like, my choice to go, I definitely try to, like, feel the energy of the city and soak it in. 
because I just love it's just a different experience going there older it's like you take as much as you can from it and enjoy everything that you see and that you hear and that you eat and I think that's beautiful after traveling to Morocco I was thinking a lot about the concept of home like why am I fighting myself over different cultural sides that are me it's okay for me to be French to be all of these to be all of these things all at the same time but I truly think that we cannot understand the complexity of the concept of home if we don't embrace the different sides that we have if you do you understand that home is not a place it's not necessarily a geographical and seeing and as the world becomes like a little village seeing home as a geographical place i think is very If you ever feel that whenever you see a person you love, you feel home, I think you will understand what relationship with your family. So wherever they are, you feel home with them. Or if you have a boyfriend or girlfriend, whenever you feel, whenever you are with them, whenever you are in their presence, you but but you can also bring home to you through fashion, for example. I actually bought a lot of Moroccan merch. I now have a t-shirt, socks, and um, I just have a full outfit in green and red. So whenever I would feel nostalgic or homesick, then I think these fashion pieces, or rather just actually just clothes, um... They would, I think, really help in making me feel home. Also, also, something that you might have felt as well is whenever I wear my boyfriend's clothes, I feel home. And that's also what I mean by bring home to you. That it doesn't mean it's a place, but it's a feeling from wearing something from someone else that you love. I think you can also feel home In not technically example I'm from Morocco but I feel home in Paris whenever I go to Paris all my worries just vanish I'm just like I feel good I feel the energy of the city I feel like I'm welcomed in the city I just feel my clothes also had this very um, smell to it it was like a cherry smell and i and it and it i take this french brand so now i only have french i only have shower gel from this french brand that smells like cherry because i had such a good time there and every time that i shower it reminds me of paris and of home so this is also another way of feeling home Also something related to smell is this rose spray that tonifies your face and that I got from a region in Morocco and every time I use it every morning it reminds me of home. So 
we talked about the people that you have make you feel home the fashion the clothes make you feel home places where you're not actually born can also be home and also objects like for me it was a shower gel and finally i think this, or if you have like snacks from there or if you have um if you have snacks from there i think also it's the case So at the end, I think that whenever you feel a physical, warm feeling of peace and comfort, it means that you feel home. And I think we shouldn't limit ourselves to our nationality or geographical places. Home is everywhere. Before ending, I just want to highlight that the search for your identity and origins and roots never stops. It's kind of like a friendship or relationship that you have to entertain all the time. When I went to Morocco, I didn't expect everything to be healed and that's it. Like, job done, that's it. I don't think there's any fast track to it, but I think, like I said, it's about building this relationship with your country that every time you go, you learn something new. Like, I learned about my origins. I learned about the side of my grandma, who was actually a Mazir. So, I think if you continue to make efforts to understand better who you are, then I think your relationship with your country also kind of changes. Again, although I went to Morocco and I spent some time in it, I still haven't figured it out yet i still maybe can feel uncomfort um, but at least i am trying to understand where i'm from and how it impacts me and i think that's so important when you're young that you understand who you are and what you like and what you don't like and this has tight relations to um, your origins and your roots and a lot of things can be explained by your language, by your culture, by a lot of different other elements. So I highly encourage everyone that is young, but I think you don't need to be young. It's, it's always, um, it's kind of the work that you always need to do um, to go back to their roots. So my biggest learning ever, ever of all of everything that I talked about was that my relationship to my country is like any other relationship that i have if i want to have a nice relationship with it i need to entertain that relationship thank you for listening i receive some of your messages and they really mean a lot to me and to finish i would like to say stay grounded and see you in the next episodes Mwah.